These are your video rental records for the past five years. 2,403 tapes rented, 2,012 of them are pornographic. 811 of those involving bondage, human sacrifice, and necrophilia. Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, a Tales from the Crypt retrospective brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 95, Confession. Kieran, Kieran Hines. What Kieran. a great man! What a great. He sure can. He can. You give that guy a hair. You bring Kieran mm-hmm. to hair and makeup. You give him a hairstyle, and he will mold his performance to that hairstyle. I feel like that's what he does. Best. Jeez, <laughs> that's that's good. What about his he... slick black, slicked back hair? He was what? like, uh, I mean, it was long, but it. I couldn't stop thinking about. I haven't even read these comics, but the like the Tim Bradstreet Punisher, you know. The oh yeah, Garth Ennis. I should probably say Garth Ennis Punisher. I had a couple of those uh, locked away. Yeah, just you know, the, speculating. Uh, what's he doing? What's the Punisher doing? Putting like petroleum jelly in his hair? Yeah, just, to be like that disgusting. Just for like three months, just not not worrying about it. Using a shower cap to keep his jelly in place. (laughs) To not ruin every pillow (laughs) his head touches. Punisher sleeps standing up. Um, I'm looking at his his, uh, movie, you know, uh, what you say. His movie filmography. Kieran. Kieran's, yeah. I know him from something else. Game of Thrones, you know, you probably know him from that. That is that where it's from? Is that where he's from? Yeah, he's he's, oh, yeah, he's Mance, Mance Raider. Oh shit! Says. He would uh, he was in a uh, 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 a roving band with Barak Dandarian. <laughs> Chuck, this is the third from the last episode of Tales from the Crypt. I know. That's it. Did that make you feel something when uh, mm-hmm. you saw the DVD menu with three episodes left? Not really. I think I'm, um, my, I get senioritis, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm right, I'm already out the door, Dale. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear that. Wow. I've already mourned the loss. I'm Jesus. done. Yeah. Wow, Chuck. Jeez. I got one A-cheek out the door, yeah, but one's you. still here for you, buddy. Right. A gape. Yeah. A g- <laughs> one, one half of it, one half of a butt, one cheek, <laughs> one full cheek still with me. And you're being split right down the middle, like uh, like you're being pulled apart. Like like there was 
one person on each side of you with one of those sticky hands you get from the uh, from the quarter fifty cent machine. Oh yeah, and one sticky hand slapping your hind. Yeah, grabbing and then, on, and then they just pulled apart like they oh, tied God, those sticky wow. hands to two horses, and they start <laughs> start pulling <laughs> stretchy hands apart until you have a a nightmare. Wow. On your hands. And that's, that's my friends, is what happens when you ask Chuck about the, you know, the past 95 episodes of Tales from the Crypt, Crypt Keeper's Coffin. It's over for him. And he's emotionally unavailable for you. (laughs) That's what happens. That's what, that's, you know what? And you know what? I knew that getting into it. (laughs) I knew that getting into it. No, I mean, okay. I'm going to recalibrate. Oh my God, Dale, we made it this many episodes. (laughs) Can you believe something? This is the last time you did 90 of anything. I'm thinking. I'm still it's thinking. Li- it's almost as if we we agreed to tie ourselves to a boulder. You know, and when we helped each other tie each other to the boulder and Yeah. Teamwork. Um, and it just started rolling down a hill and there's we couldn't stop it. There's no way we could stop this boulder. Mm-hmm. Even though our our legs are the bones in our legs and arms are just um powder now. Oh yeah, like inside of our skin bag leg yeah legs it's like when uh doesn't christopher lloyd get run over by a (laughs) A steamroller steamroller. (laughs) (laughs) i wonder what that feels like it's like the two of us are are like on 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 backs against the top of the boulder it's a big boulder and our two legs at the very bottom is just a bag full of bone meal it's disgusting (laughs) it's like like all the bone shards of have shifted and have dropped into the legs. Yeah, that's it. From they the, were just collected the, in the, the gravity feet. of spinning around. And you took, if you like started pinching our feet together, you would get that same feeling as if you like pinched a stretched Armstrong. You would feel like the, oh, grain, yeah. the grainy. My God, what are what we is, talking about? What a sensory experience getting a stretch Armstrong was. Because it's like, you see the commercials and you, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you, you have it in your head what this thing's going to be like. It's going to be amazing. And then when you get it, you open up, you know, little Dale opens it up for Christmas. Yeah. And you, you're, you got this stretch Armstrong doll that weighs 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And it takes, it takes quite a bit of taffy pulling to get that thing going. It's not, it's not like a, you know, a picnic no. pulling, pulling his legs apart. No, it's know? not loosey goosey right off the bat. No. no. It's uh, and yeah, I mean, you get, you know, God forbid you have an older brother th- smacking you in the face with that thing. Mm. It, you got knocked out. Those are heavy. Those are heavy. You know what I'm talking about, right? The Stretch Armstrong. I know what you're talking about. Stretch. Wait. Google Armstrong. it. Wait. It says three pounds. Jesus Christ. No way. Per. I mean, to a kid, per. that's pretty heavy. I mean, what's that? Like three iPads? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my my iPad's like a pound, a little over a pound. I can't. Right. I can't read comics on that thing. Get tied too tired. Yeah. My, my baby muscle hands. It's like, uh, I can't. Right. It's like, G, just like little frail, little like uh, pixie sticks for fingers. Yeah. You can't, you can't read a book. You can't can prop that up on your, uh, I'm using all my, my uh, attention to keep, to hold the iPad in my hands. My, 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 my mind has nothing left to even focus on the words. Right. Digital comic schmimmonocomics. Yeah. There's, yeah, right. Let alone a book. I mean, a book's worse on uh, digitally because I just, I spend 30 minutes adjusting my settings. 
getting my, you know, getting, <laughs> oh, do so. I want a sepia background? Oh, do I want to read uh, actually black, you know, night mode with right. white letters? Uh, is this, is it, is the spacing right? Is this comfortable for me? Right. Endless. It's endless. Imagine. Who knew that man would be, you know, our downfall would be too many choices. Right. But it's true. I think it's true. And that's why, my friends, that's why they put a limited number of episodes yeah. in Tales from the Crypt, and that was it. I know, because there's no way we would be, you would be looking at 30 years. Thank God it's not the Simpsons, you know. Right. And it, it's it's a darn shame that there's not like just 150 movies in the world that we could do for a Bat and Spider and then get, just check out. Like, oh all right, we did all the movies. Yeah. That's all there is. I think that's that's the thing. I think that's why we do it though, because there's so many movies that right. yeah. you're uh that it's either no. we all, we're all in on the senioritis feeling or we're we're all out. Yeah. We never have it. We're always pushing ourselves. We're always training like Bolo Young and Bloodsport. Always go always training. Always. Yeah. You know? Man. He, I mean he's probably training every waking minute of his life. For that Kumite. Yeah. For that goddamn Tum- Kumite. Dale, what was confession about? Two inspectors, two inspector generals. Uh, they come across a victim of serial serial killer, and they have to bring in the baddest assist confessor known confessor. to the United known to the United Kingdoms and beyond. Jack gets what Jack wants. He's a natural, a policeman's policeman. He's the best. Tell me something I don't know. Kieran Hins. Kieran Hines. Oh, is it Hins? I think it's, I can't oh remember, but but uh, Jim in the Discord, he did leave a voice memo for us. Yeah. Scottish Jim. You know who I'm talking about, Chuck. I, I know who you're talking about. I listened to it. Because yeah. like, the way you on your face, you were like, I don't know who that is. No, but. I know. <laughs> it's just Jim, he's, he's, this is a lie. Slander. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. Just because, you know, what I saw on this Zoom. But anyway, for some reason, <laughs> maybe it was Hins. Um, but he is like master interrogator. He's just lining all the ducks in a row and getting confessions out of um, velvet shirt-wearing Eddie Izzards. Yeah. I mean, what is this? What is Eddie Izzard shopping at? PacSun uh, circa 1999? <laughs> this with this shirt. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's he's a he's a screenwriter being uh, accused of being a, a, a serial killer. So it kind of fits, I guess. A late '90s screenwriter type writing uh, '90s horror movies. Yeah. So that shirt fits. You're saying? I don't know. I'm. Tr- I say Paxson because I remember specifically myself. Okay. I bought a like velvety, shiny leopard print shirt. Did you? Yeah. Wow. And. uh and I was probably definitely from Pax. I'm trying to think what other sh- stores I would have bought that from. Um, Pax Sun would definitely be that vibe back then, like bowling shirts, shiny leopard shirts. Were they? I see. I always associated them with um, surfer skate. Not not exactly. You know, like yeah. dabbling in that. But. Right. A lot of Billabong. A lot of uh, Quicksilver. Yeah, there, Billabong for sure. Like that type of stuff. Yeah. And that's that was very prevalent and still to this day. But but they dabbled. But they had, pack. They had velvet. They had some shirts. velvet. Wow. They had some velvet. 
or I mean, I, I, you know, I shopped at Vineland, New Jersey. Where else? I'm trying to think where else I would be buying these shirts from. Um, I'm trying to think of other men's stores. I don't know. I just, I was so, I was such an unfashionable teen, unfashionable, unfashionable, unfashionable yeah. teen. I, I never wanted, I just went in to like laugh at everything. Yeah. If anything. <laughs> no, yeah, no. And even me and my dumb, shiny leopard print shirt that I thought I could pull off. Like I didn't, I had a bowl haircut and I still wore like cargo pants that zipped at the knees. So it's not, I was like pulling off half an effort because I don't have any self-confidence, Chuck. So I try, but I can only go so far. What am I going to wear? What am I going to have my septum pierced and, and, and dye my hair black and wear a ball neck? Like my, my big fat stomach and my ball chain necklace. <laughs> Carrying around a bowling bag. Bowling ball bag? <laughs> it's just like Kieran Hins. Like Kieran? So Kieran is... Um, I'm sorry. They were trying to pull off... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this inspector, boy, he's the biggest tough guy. He He's going to close every killer ca- homicide case. He is the man. He's who you call in when you're... When uh, uh, your regular schmo cops aren't going to do the job and you need someone who is going to bend the rules and get the man. Yeah. You call yeah. in Kieran Hins and... uh I'm sorry. No. Like, I, I know why he was carrying around a bowling ball, but I'm sorry. Men who bowl, it's not <laughs> oh a sign of toughness. I'm sorry. It doesn't make me, it makes me laugh. If I saw a police detective who was very proud of his bowling, I would. it makes me giggle. I think I'm watching Kingpin. Not. Right. Okay. I thought that was going to go a lot worse than it was. <laughs> so, yes, you're right. It's not like him carrying a bowling bag around is not like there should have been way more. Uh, he doesn't have big brass balls with yeah. with like a bull's nutsack hanging between those thighs. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's just like he make bowls. Me think that yeah. guess what? People bowl all the time. Yeah, and maybe and he's out. He's know. out there like like uh, the one like cop is like picking on him, and he's like saying his scores. He bowled that night. And the guy's like, am I supposed to be impressed? And, and you know, I, I identified with that guy because I was like, yeah, am I supposed to be impressed, Kieran? Right. Bowling's right. for nerds. I'm sorry. Exactly. With a passion. You know, we love everybody yeah. here at Bat and Spider. Every, hey, if I grew up in a bowling family, I'm sure I'd be there. I love, I do like bowling. It's fun. It is fun. Um, but yeah. No, I'm not picking on bowlers. I always associate bowling at Loyal Lanes in Vineland, New Jersey again. Uh, bowling... Now, when I think of bowling, I think of a smell. It's either like the, uh, you know, the shoes, mm. the shoe spray, or the ball polish, or probably the wax on the lanes. But every time I come out of that place, I would have this smell on me, like almost like going to a, a smoker's bar. Yeah. And you, like I'd have to take my clothes off as soon as I uh, got home because it's just like the, this weird, damp smell is hanging all over me. And like. I, 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 what is that they're, they're spraying in those shoes? Lysol? I, I don't understand the concept of Lysol and like these spray. Right. Computers. But this, but these sprays, I mean, what are they, if anything, they're just eating through your socks. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you would see Lysol commercials with like housewives spraying down filthy trash cans. Like that's cleaning it. I never understood that. Oh yeah. You mean, you're talking about the Lysol that you don't wipe up. You just yeah. spray things. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that, that freaks me out. I don't get that. Yeah, that that seems like it was a huge like uh, con job by advertising companies. Mm-hmm. Yep, killing just the fungus. On, you know, germaphobes who are like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm cleaning the air." 
I'm cleaning the air in front of me with, by spraying this smell. Right. This horrible smell. I don't like Lysol. No. No, me neither. Anti-Lysol around here. But yeah, man, remember being a kid going to the bowling alley and just like, you're just thirsty for getting a, a pair of those disgusting shoes. Yeah. You, you, you give them your shoes and they give, you, they give you these yeah. shoes that have been worn by thousands of people. And, and you just can't then, wait. And then you're like, you, you're prowling around that joint like you own it. You're one of the T-birds. When you're at the bowling yeah. alley without your, fa- without your parents, you, it's literally just like you're on top of the world. You're yeah. just like, you're just walking up to women and just like slinging them back like it's a, like you're coming home from the war. You're just bending them mm-hmm. over and kissing them. Like that's the feeling. You're not really going to do it because we don't have confidence. Again, once again, we no. would never talk to a girl. But No, I'm nursing my root beer. That's what right. I'm doing. <laughs> well, checking out the, uh, hanging out by the rock and bowl DJ, you know, uh, looking at his little books, see what songs I can pick to maybe, <laughs> you know, get my first kiss. I pick the right song. Not going to happen. But yeah, you put those shoes on, get on that polished wood, and you're mm-hmm. just zipping around. Right. You're just sliding everywhere. It's, it's, it's fantastic. You're going prowling, walking, talking like a T-bird, prowling. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the problem, Chuck, with this episode- Yeah, what is the problem with this? So, very kind of early on with this Eddie Izzard confession in, in the booth, you kind of like- Kieran kind of gives himself away as being a suspect himself, yeah. but then they spend the rest of the episode covering that up and still pinning it on Eddie Izzard. So you're not, so you're confused. And by the end, when it turns out that the police inspector is actually the the serial killer, and and he carries around a half of a a hollowed out bowling ball to cover up the heads of his victim that he's carrying around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of like, well, you told us that. 15 minutes ago where's the surprise ending you know and i think everybody who watched the episode along with us would agree i was exhausted i mean five minutes in i was exhausted so whenever i can smell an episode that that could be a stage play and it you know 80 percent of it takes place in one room um it's gonna it's hard to get me back on board yeah um i get that yeah and then it was like so much the the other thing working against this was all the serial killer talk like you know i'm sure back when this came out like all these serial killer facts that that all the characters were laying out would be maybe novel to uh uh, the rubes watching this but now it's like in the land of uh true crime podcasts you know all this stuff is like everyone knows this stuff and it it was like it was groaning i was groaning (laughs) Yeah, uh, everyone's so impressed. And the, that was the other thing is like the, the, this is a police department. None of these people should be impressed by any of this knowledge that's being dropped by anyone. Yeah, it's like yeah, do your job. Yeah, 100%. if you did your job, you'd be reading up on serial killers. You know, if you're if that's your job, one hundred percent. It's not just this freak bowler cop mm-hmm. who uh, goes to the library that has some secret knowledge. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I was mad. I wasn't, I, I don't know. I was mad. I was equally as mad. Everything was like green. That filthy interrogation room. Oh, it was disgusting. It was like yeah. real. There's no way. I mean, it was just real. It was just too real. But it was like, it, I mean, it was like, it was, it wasn't real. Like it, it, there's no police department that looks like that. <laughs> right. In the they world. Just, that's like, that's like a, a meatpacking plants. Uh, it looked, HR. yeah. Offices. It looked like a murder room. Like it looked like several murders happened in that room. 
not it's not like yeah at the, it's just at this point right program at, what about the um eddie is ancient history years ago no as a kid they rewrote everything How about that? okay it's been canceled now yeah now did it reference did this episode reference the the cancellation of the show itself or was it just do you think uh that was just writing that that's i i uh don't know that's mm-hmm. what i i was curious i was like the guy writing this did he know yeah as he was putting pen to paper that this was like the last season or something i don't know hmm. uh and they also brought up imdb and they had printed out pages of uh his character's imdb credits <laughs> which i was just like oh my god yeah um believe when that. did I, I feel like we already looked this up when did imdb start nine 1990 what what how was that possible was it pmd back then paper movie <laughs> database it was like a, a catalog you ordered away for yeah that's oh possible. it began as a fan operated database on the usenet okay so, so rec.arts.movies. And I moved to the web in 93. Wow. I had no idea it was... Uh, wow. That's pretty hardcore. I mean, have we never have we never given IMDb its due until right now? Oh, it, it doesn't deserve anything. Oh. We've given... Okay. I mean, we talk about it every week. I mean, it's... I definitely, I definitely look at it once a week. But yeah, that was, that was appalling. The IMDb reference and then the... Uh, self-reference of uh, the tv show that we're watching quite possibly the last one i can't imagine the next two episodes they're going to have they're going to reference <laughs> tales from I the doubt. crypt again <laughs> so that was fun how fun yeah i don't know why i don't know why this episode rubbed me the wrong way i i, I don't know everyone did a good your, job I, I think everything sucks for you now no matter what no no oh no no all right no 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 you all give right. me something to chew on i'll chew on it i'm open my mouth is open <laughs> Um, your mouth is a gape. I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I mean, it's good to hear that you didn't. It sounds like you didn't connect with this too much. No, I wanted to. I thought I was enjoying because Kieran brings it. Yeah, he brings it. He's great. But you know, it's just you know, halfway through, it was it was pretty much indicated that he was he was the uh, killer, and it was no fun yeah. after that because yeah. he, he was the killer. Yeah, and what and the the final reveal when he goes back to his apartment finally and he puts the head he's been carrying around all day in into his fridge, which mm. was a freezer. It was set to freezer settings because he had two other frozen heads in there. Yeah, he did. And I gotta say, it, it this is stupid. It it bothered me that a, he pulled a beer out of the same pl- you know behind the heads. That beer would be um, exploded, right? Sitting in there in yeah. a freezer all day. Come on. No, and no, yeah. You shorten you 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 turn a you turn uh, you turn a refrigerator up that high, you shorten the lifespan of that thing. That's got six months <laughs> tops operation. How many how many refrigerators has Kieran gone through? And then what did we, what, what do you do with the heads at that point? I know, yeah. That's you're gonna get more bowling balls, hollowed out bowling balls. That's you know. Sick Pretty soon, uh, the fellas down at the station are gonna be like, "Why is Syrian carrying around?" Uh, I mean, Kieran carrying three <laughs> bowling balls. Yeah, today he's just—he's gonna. gonna win. He must be planning on winning three games tonight, right? How de- he had at least three bowling pins in his apartment on his crusty <laughs> dining he? room table. Now, you don't have to like play the part 
we know it's a head in that bag. You don't need to have bowling pins in your apartment that nobody sees. <laughs> the, I also had a weird thing halfway through this episode where I was like, this feels like a pilot. Didn't it, like the way that they were building up Jack, Kieran's character, I was like, this is, this feels like a pilot. Like it felt like we were watching yeah. the first episode of like a cop show. Yeah. Like um, UK Blacklist. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> I nailed it. UK Blacklist. I've never seen the Blacklist. Is that the, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is that the one with the lady with the tattoos? It, r- it rhymes with Pam Pigment. Whatever that means. Did you figure it out? No, I didn't oh. figure it out. I didn't even know what he was talking about. Spooky Shanti. Nobody knows <laughs> at this point. I've forgotten about that conversation. <laughs> uh, that's what I feel like anytime anyone brings anything up that I've said on the air in the Discord. <laughs> you just, I, was, yeah, I have no totally, idea what they're talking totally about. Totally no clue. No clue. Um, next episode, Chuck, let's talk about that. <laughs> Ear today, gone tomorrow. Oh, I like the title. A greedy safe cracker with a slight hearing loss gets entangled in a game between a mobster and his beautiful exotic wife and ends up getting the auditory system he could only dream of. But there's a price. Oh, you're not going to tell me? That's it. That's the scene. That's it? No, this sounds good. I, uh, I love a safe cracker character. Love good safe cracker. Robert Lindsay, Gretchen Palmer. Richard Johnson, Phil Davis. Gretchen Palmer from Chicopee, Massachusetts. Oh. Phil Davis. I know that guy. Hold Alien on. Gretchen 3. Palmer. This The IMDb is telling me Gretchen Palmer was in Young and the Restless. Okay. Oh. That's huge for me. That's your, yeah, that's that's your uh, if territory. She, if Gretchen was in it when I was watching. Mm. And she was oh, in the, Wishmaster. Oh, she was in Wishmaster too. Wow. <laughs> Chicopee. Isn't that from that uh, Jodie Foster movie? Chicopee. Nell. <laughs> oh my God, Nell! Doesn't Nell just constantly say chickpea? I don't remember. Young and the Restless, two thousand two. Mm, I might have been out by then. Might have been out of the game. Man, she was in the original Twenty One Jump Street for an episode. Twenty One Jump. She was on Baywatch for an episode. <sighs> Family Matters. She was in something called Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town, which could be a very well made our next episode. Hmm. Of- Interesting. Hey, she's in an episode of Perversions of Science. Oh, they're laying some groundwork with this. Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town, 1989. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Martha Quinn is in it. <gasps> Billy Bob Thornton. Damn. And Hal Sparks. Hal How Sparks. are all these people in this movie? Earl Bowen. Yeah, the- Jeez. The psychiatrist from Terminator. Yeah. Ed Gale. Ed Gale, who is Howard T. Duck, behind Whoa. all that makeup. Wow, and it's got a song in the soundtrack by Alex Chilton. Any Alex Chilton fans out there? Is that the replacements? Who was that? Uh, he is not a replacement, but he, I, think, I think he produced one of their albums, I think. But he uh, is in the box tops originally. And then um, as a teenager, had that mm. hit, The Letter. She wrote me a letter. And then, uh, yeah, and he did a lot of solo stuff and produced bands. Oh, he was in, uh, I mean, Big Star, which is... Have you ever listened to Big Star, Dale? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, my. Oh. Oh, well, you know one of their songs. The, uh, the theme song to that 70s show. It's not their version, but they wrote that song. Oh. That theme song. Hanging out. But you got, there's three Big Star albums. They never got 
very big, but in the they're like a cult band now. Like you got to hear there. It's like classic rock bliss. All three albums. They're really? incredible. Yeah, especially the first one. Oh my god, seventy-one to seventy-five. Maybe I have thirteen's one of their big songs. Um, if I use my Spotify other than to listen to uh, the Witcher soundtrack over and over again, I would probably <laughs> check them out. But <laughs> all right, well, you let me know when that happens. I'll I will let you know. I'll put you on notice. Thank you. We got to end this, Dale. This yeah, is man. We, we are John. We're John, and nobody wants to hear this bullshit no. because we put in exactly five minutes of Tales from the Crypt talk. <laughs> this might Look, be the most meandering episode ever. Yeah, I, I don't know. It might be my, I'm blaming myself. I, I will fully take blame. No. But Dale, I'll, I'll, see you, I'll see you here next week. Same time, same channel. Here today, gone tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Love you, bye. and handle other men's balls without asking. You should have seen me buying seltzer today. Talk to me. I have two things of seltzer on like the, the shelf on my mini cart. Yeah. The top one just kept sliding off. And um and then through the parking lot getting to the cart it Fell off two more times. <laughs> By the time time I opened up the trunk, started loading in the groceries, it was like water was leaking it out. So I had to like open it up and find the can that was spraying. And every can Jesus. is like bulging. When I got it home, it was incredible. Man, that's awesome. How about that? Did you see this back here? Yeah, I was going to ask you, what, what brand is that? That's the old Harris Teeter brand.